Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. I want to know how you're going to feel inside your body when you allow yourself to be smart and quirky and fashionable. I think I'm going to feel free. Yes! I'm, I, I'm super excited about this. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, and co-founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. Hey everyone, I'm just back from BizChicks Live, which was a conference in Southern California with 140 women entrepreneurs and business owners, hosted by Natalie Ekdahl of the BizChicks podcast. In this episode, I gather takeaways from some of the great women that I met. I'll introduce each of these women before their segment and put links to their businesses' webpages, podcasts, and books in the show notes. Go to shethinksbigpodcast.com forward slash 010 to find those. First up is Nikki Rausch, your sales maven. If you haven't met Nikki yet, she's amazing. She helps you master the sales process without being pushy so you can build relationships and close more deals. All right, Nikki, tell me what your biggest takeaways were from BizTix Live. One of my biggest takeaways is really we're all in the same boat. Doesn't matter where you are in your business. We all struggle with mindset. We all struggle with the imposter syndrome and we're all striving to do better and to be better, and to grow. That was my biggest takeaway. Awesome. And how does that shift how you feel or think about your business? It does make me think about how I need to maybe make some adjustments in my work with my clients to address some of these things so that they aren't feeling alone or that they aren't feeling like, I'm afraid to talk about this with Nikki because I don't know that I don't want her to know that I'm struggling with these things. Oh, right. Like everybody has some of the same kind of issues that they're hiding in the dark corner that they don't want you to know about, but yeah, it's your messy parts, right? Yeah, Totally. (laughs) I have an upcoming episode about this very topic. (laughs) Yeah. I think that will be appreciated by clients, right? Because we all kind of feel like, oh my God, like no matter where we are teetering on the edge of like this over this thing over here is like, don't quite have a handle on it. Yeah. And anytime I think that you can like say some of that stuff out loud, like that's where change can start to happen. And so making a safe place for people to talk about those things is going to be a focus this year. Awesome. Ooh, I can't wait. And since I have a session with you scheduled, 
I'm going to get the benefit of that. <laughs> you will. <laughs> okay, so what are you thinking big about for 2019? What I'm really thinking big about is putting on my own conference, which mm-hmm. is so scary and super exciting to think about. Yes. They say that fear is just excitement without breath. That's perfect. Yes. Because it does make me catch my breath. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Can we talk about this for half a second? Yeah. Or more like a minute? Yeah. Because we talked about filling it, right? Like your fear of what if it doesn't fill? Yes. (laughs) So I had a thought afterwards that was like, well, how many many do you want to see? You know, I've been thinking about this actually since our conversation because you really reframed this for me this idea of filling it. Uh And so I would love to see 75, a minimum of 75 faces in the room that were there wanting to really connect and learn and grow. Awesome. So just in terms of filling it, what if you got a room that only sat 60? (laughs) That seems really like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, totally. I make, love this idea. <laughs> like, just make it a little bit easier on yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What else did I want to say about that? You know, the one thing that the brain loves to do is freak us out. Mm-hmm. And when it freaks us out, it sticks us, it makes us safe by putting us in, in, in inaction, right? It paralyzes us and then we're quote unquote safe. The thought that I was having for you was that by telling yourself like, oh my God, what if I don't fill it? then you get to stay safe and not do anything and stay paralyzed, even though it's totally not where you want to be really. Yeah, exactly. Right? So like the trick is like, how do you, how do you mind trick your own brain to be like, no, that's not what we're doing. In fact, it is safe and we're just going to shoot for this thing that's totally reasonable. Well, I do have a mantra that I say to myself all the time and well, it's kind of a mantra because change is so uncomfortable, right? And you know, the unconscious mind is job is to maintain status quo. So anytime I feel change, I say out loud, like change is happening. And I say (laughs) it like it's like super fun and exciting. And I like, sometimes I'll say it like 10 times when I'm driving in my car, change is happening because I also know that that feeling of uncomfortableness for me means growth. Yeah. Right. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited for you with this idea. Thank you. I'm scared and super excited about the possibility of what that would mean for the people in the room. Yeah. Oh my God. And having just worked with you briefly for a few bits here and there already, the changes are just incredible. So I can't even imagine what would happen if I spent like a day with you. So (laughs) yeah. I'll have your ticket ready. (laughs) Yes. Here's my credit card. (laughs) How can I help you with that? What can I do to support you in that initiative? I think probably keep probing, like keep asking, keep pointing, keep, Mm. you know, just because once I put it out there, I feel obligated. And so if I know that you're like waiting for it, I will have to do it because I don't want to let anybody down. Oh, but I don't want it to be from a place. Can I call you on this? Yeah. People pleasing. I think it's more for me, it's more about like, I, I tend to not say something out loud unless there's some intention around it. And so I know that it is a way for me to hold myself accountable. So it isn't so much about, I guess I wouldn't say it's about people pleasing. It's also about proving to myself that I can do things that make me uncomfortable and scared. Yes. Which you totally can. We know you can. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think the the thing that I'm wondering about or just want to check out with you is just the energy of it, right? Like doing something yeah. from a place of fear and like, I don't want to let people down versus like, I have something to offer people and I know that what I have makes a humongous difference in their businesses and thus in their lives. And I want to show up and give it to them coming from that space instead. Yes. Which I will tell you that very early hours, the wee hours of this of the morning while I was laying in bed trying to go back to sleep in my mind, I'm already thinking like, what would I, what would I teach? Like, what would I offer during that time? Um, so that's once my brain starts going, like eventually I will have in my mind an outline of this. And then once I have the outline, it'll be super exciting to actually sell tickets. Yes. I love it. I'm so excited for this event and for you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, Nikki. This has been such a treat to talk to you. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Yes. Great to see you again. You too, my friend. Appreciate you. Okay. Next up is Amanda Berlin. Amanda is a former New York City corporate publicity strategist who now uses her powers for good. She helps you tell your story, write content, and raise visibility so the people who need you can find you. Here's Amanda Berlin. So let's jump in because you're going somewhere and I don't want to delay you. No, no worries. No worries. So let's get to the good stuff. I'm so, thrilled to be invited. Thank you for having me. What was your key takeaway from Biz Chicks Live? Oh, my key takeaway from Biz Chicks Live is that it is so powerful just to be in a room with people and to meet in person. And that is driven home for me many times over and over and over again, that meeting in person is the most powerful way to create relationships and create community. Totally. And what do you think you're going to do with all those in-person meetings or with that takeaway? Like, how is that going to impact your 2019? Oh, I love that question. Um, I'm definitely still distilling, you know, the entire experience, but I think that, you know, certainly one of the things that I want to do is, uh, deepen relationships with people who, who I either tangentially knew beforehand or even met for the first time. I met someone who uh, recognized one of her clients in the client examples that I used when I gave my presentation. And I think that that's a no-brainer reach out because if we already have the same client, then we need to be collaborating so we can send people back and forth. Right. How many other clients do you have who have common interests, common place in business, that kind of thing? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And really the goal is to just continue to offer opportunities that I can offer to people that I met there and invite them to engage with me on it on a deeper level. You know, having the podcast, as you know, is a great opportunity to invite people and give them a platform while also just deepening the connection. Yeah, totally. So what are you thinking big about then for 2019? So my word for 2019 was expand. Ooh. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually I have on Fridays, I don't book calls typically. And on my calendar, I block it out. And instead of, um, originally I, I blocked it out and I wrote block. But I was like, that's not a very empowering word. <laughs> and so I put expand. Um, this was like a year ago and I did that. And I was like, oh, maybe that needs to be my word, expand. So in 2019, what I intend to do actually is begin to offer a higher level service, which I've done here and there in my, um, in my business before. 
uh, where we're doing more of the legwork for our clients. We're doing research for our clients and finding them opportunities that are going to be relevant for them because most of the work that I do with my clients empowers them to do that research and to write their own materials. Um, but I think there might be a need out there for a little bit more support for some higher level clients. Mm, I love it. So what's, what's going to be the impact of all that then? I mean, my big mission in this world is to ensure that more women feel comfortable raising their voices and being heard and seen and understood for what their unique contribution is to the world. And I ended with my talk with this because I really believe that there are so many voices out there and it really ends up being the loudest ones are the ones that tend to be negative and Mm. tend to be vitriolic. And there's so much out of that out there right now that it's absolutely essential in my mind that women like us raise our voices and contribute to a positive conversation. So, you know, that's the big mission and the big vision. And I think what that translates into is more women supporting women to uh, get the attention that we need for our businesses so that we can have that positive ripple effect and help the people that we're meant to help, whether we're a product business or, or a service business, but also become even more empowered because we're going to have the dollars too. <laughs> totally. Which is really what we need mm-hmm. to affect change at a deeper level, or at least it's a big part of what's needed, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. It's a reality. As, as elections continue to get bought. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you shouldn't say it that way, that you need a lot of money to run a campaign if you're going mm-hmm. to get elected to office. That's true. Yeah. I love all of that. It's so true, right? And and women are rising right now in ways that we haven't seen ever before. It's Mm -hmm. super exciting. I, I think it's a reaction to, you know, it's almost like a backlash against, you know, really some pivotal things that happened in the last several years in our political world and in our entertainment world. I think that we are realizing that you know, we do have power and it's up to us to exercise it. Yes. I love it. And exercise those who... Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) How can we help you? What would be like, what are some of the things that you might need help with? Oh, that's a good question. I, well, in order to do my work, I need people to know about me too. Mm -hmm. And I need people to know that, you know, that I have a, a unique take on this publicity conversation and and also about the conversation around uh, developing the work that will fill your coffers but also fill your soul mm-hmm. and I I help my clients you know kind of bridge that gap as well and it sort of plays into the, the communications piece that I honed in my corporate life because, because it really is all about communicating what you're uniquely brilliant at doing in order to either get people in the door or just raise awareness of what you're doing. So certainly if anyone you know, wants to talk about how they can better communicate their ideas and their mission in this world, that's what I could, I could use help connecting with those people. And I guess I, I also, I don't know, I want to do more of what I did at BizChicks. I want to do more of 
you know, standing in front of a room and reminding women that they deserve and they should be heard and recognized for what they're uniquely meant to bring into this world. Yes. Yeah. And we need to be reminded that it's okay and needed for us to stand up and say what we have to say. Yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. I'm so tickled to have met you. Me too, Geraldine. I absolutely am thrilled that we met. I'm grateful for this opportunity and I look forward to collaborating more in the future. Yes, totally. I'm on board with that. Awesome. Thank you so much for inviting me. Now we have Jamie Lieberman of Hashtag Legal. She and her business partner, Danielle Liss, offer legal services for the digital world. From contracts to trademarks to website policies, if you're an online business owner, they can help you protect your assets and help your business grow. Here's Jamie. So what was your main takeaway from BizTix Live? <sighs> that I need to work with Amanda Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, she's amazing. Yeah. I, I think the, the main thing for me was the importance of the face-to-face time. Yeah, um, I have a business partner in my practice and she's across the country and just having that space and time to sit down and meet made a huge difference for us in our business. What do you think it's leading to for next year and beyond? Oh my gosh, so much outsourcing. <laughs> really? Yeah, we you know, last year we started our hiring process and this year we're we're ramp for I'm sorry. Last year into for 2018 our goal was to hire and we did and we have, but for 2019 we're going to step it up, which I'm really excited about. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All in service of what or all with the purpose of what? Like what's your big All with the with the hopes that Danielle, who's my partner and I are going to be able to do only the things we want to do mm. and be able to outsource those things that we shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. um, and to give us space to be a little bit more creative in the business so that we don't feel like our, our business is a law firm. And so we are constantly, we're billing. That's what we do. And we would love some space to not feel like we're billing all the time and we can make the client experience better, that we can reach out and try to work with, find new partners, work with new people, create new things so that we don't always feel like, and we have other people who might be doing that work for us. That's really, that's the goal. Awesome. Because you have something about the way that the law, the field of law is currently structured and currently runs, and you're not about that, right? No, I, I personally think that the legal profession, the way that it is, is broken. Um, I think the way law firms run is inefficient and doesn't really allow people to flourish and be creative. And I think that needs to change. And I think clients feel it. I think attorneys, generally speaking, and I can't speak for all attorneys, are often very unhappy in their jobs. And so our aim is to make, create, and foster a law firm that allows people to feel happy and feel good, to feel for clients to feel that way, like they trust us and they know that we're partners. And I feel really strongly about that. Yeah, I love that. Because there's an element of, you know, for me, just being out way outside of the whole legal sphere, just looking from the outside, looking in, it feels really intimidating and rather scary. We get that all the time. And so our main mission goal is to make it accessible. It shouldn't be scary. It shouldn't be hard. And lawyers should be honest. If you come to me and you talk to me about a problem and I actually don't think you need assistance, I will tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like because of the way that the legal system is sort of structured, particularly in larger law firms, the incentive is to bill, 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 Mm -hmm. bill. And that just 
that breeds fear and resentment, particularly in a small business owner who doesn't have, you know, overflowing pockets, who has a budget. Um, and there needs to be lawyers that serve that community mm-hmm. uh, because the, that community is amazing and doing amazing things and should have really good, strong legal representation that they can go to and feel comfortable with. And I always say that you should want to have whatever the drink of your choice is, whether it be coffee, tea, wine, water, you should be cool with doing that with your lawyer and you should feel comfortable and know that that, that your lawyer has your back. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Because none of us feel like we're going to get soaked from a conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that. I totally love that. So what are we going to be celebrating you then in 2019 for at BizChicks Live? Oh my goodness. We are going to be, have the opportunity to do a lot more high-level speaking engagements. We're going to get ourselves out into the media talking about these things. That is my aim and that is my goal so that we can you know, change the legal profession just sort of one step at a time. Awesome. I love it. In a perfect world or like in your wildest of dreams, what would you like to see and when? That's a great question. In my wildest of dreams. So I, I tend to be a year-by-year person. I'm uh-huh. actually kind of like a day-by-day person. <laughs> <laughs> so setting goals is new for me. Uh, I tend to sort of see something and go, oh, I want to do that. And then I go do that. But for me, I really think it is knowing that we have a really amazing staff. And we have, we work with, we're women owned and our staff is mostly women. And um, actually we're all women right now, although if there was a great man out there, we'd love to chat with him. But I really love the idea of knowing that we had clients who feel really comfortable and really safe to come talk to us, that we have clients of all sizes from really, really big ones to people who are just starting out and knowing that we are allowing our staff to have the flexibility that they want, but still be able to practice and making them feel comfortable in doing so and empowered to bring clients to us and work with the clients that Danielle and I bring in. I love it. Ooh, juicy. Ah, I'm excited. How can we help you? Oh my gosh. You can ask me legal questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can come talk to us if you need help. Uh, you can ask me to speak at a conference or on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Those things are going to happen. Yes. I'm oh, willing it. it. I'm putting it out. Those things are easy. You know, you just put them out and they come. Yeah, they do. They do. I find if your message is true and you believe strongly in what you're doing, it comes. Yeah, totally. And I think there are a lot of people who will be grateful to you for pushing forward your message. Oh, and I'm grateful for them for coming along with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a treat to connect with you. Thank you. Yeah, this was wonderful. Betsy Walling-Furler consults with organizations to improve tech products for people with disabilities. We jump right in with Betsy. What are your key takeaways? The connections with the other ladies. And then I had a major revelation this morning that I've had a mindset issue around being smart. Oh boy, tell me more. And I just realized, I was like, oh my goodness, this has been holding me back so much. So I've, I've, you know, I'm smart, but I have really tried to I don't know if it's, I've, I've tried to not appear as smart as I am. Mm, dumb yourself and, down. Yeah, it, not in a like crazy way, but just kind of like not expressing myself in the way that I really think about things mm-hmm. in an effort to be more like other people maybe. Uh-huh. 
what happened is I had a phone call today about my new corporate disability consulting that I'm launching with a guy at the EEOC that Marla Moore, who was at BizChicks, connected me with. And so I tell him what I'm doing and he's like, yeah, there's really no market for that. And I was like, okay, I really think there's a market for what I'm doing. And so I keep talking and he's like, you really need to talk to so-and-so and maybe you need to tweak it in this or that way. And then I'm like, and then I tell him like what I really want to do and what I really think the problem is. And he was like, oh yeah, we're kindred spirits. There's so a market for that. But I was making it, I was trying to make it really mainstream mm. instead of in the quirky way my brain works. And I suddenly realized I've been trying to make everything mainstream instead of expressing it in the quirky way my brain works. And the quirky way my brain works is actually my strength and my what is marketable about me. Yeah, exactly. It's so, exactly the thing you need to be putting out there. Exactly. So awesome. that's a revelation, I'm sure, because I've been thinking about all these biz chick things. And What would happen if you weren't afraid of being you? Well, I think that that's going to take me to a whole different level. What's the level? I think it's going to take me to a whole different level of really being able to market my skills and Mm -hmm. really being able to use my skills Mm. to much, you know, to help people a lot more. I want to know how you're going to feel inside your body when you allow yourself to be smart and quirky and fashionable. I think I'm going to feel free. Yes! I'm super excited about this. So what are we going to be celebrating you for at BizChicks Live next year? We are going to be celebrating the amazing amount of change I'm making in the world surrounding mm-hmm. issues of disability and business. Oh, I and, love it. And the, the change I've made. Debbie Gonzalez does a bunch of things. She writes guides that accompany children's literature. She hosts her own podcast called The Debcast, and she's the author of a forthcoming book called Girls with Guts, The Road to Breaking Barriers and Bashing Records. It's due out May 14th, and pre-orders are available. Let's jump right in with Debbie Gonzalez. What were your key takeaways? My key takeaways from The Biz Chick Live. One is the power of authentic genuinely supportive women who are all power-driven, very, very uh, productive women, yet have a nurturing, supportive element of them that's just exponentially amazing. And then my second takeaway is more of an internal thing with me. Mm. That, um, of course, I've been working with you, Geraldine, and this is a big part of what you and I have been doing together, is to be bold about my vision and be bold about opportunities and and reaching out and uh, believe in myself, believe in that I do have a message that needs to be shared that helped me amazingly. You absolutely have a message to be shared that people are just waiting to gobble up. I feel like that's the truth. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Jamie Slutsky is an all things tech whiz. She owns the Tech of Business and is the host of the Tech of Business podcast, where she helps small business owners create a solid tech foundation so their businesses can grow faster and run smoother. Here's Jamie. Takeaways from BizChicks Live. Biggest takeaway is 
go in with expectations and have intentionality in what you do. I mean, I knew I wanted to create my framework. Mm-hmm. I knew that was my that was my number one. That was the number one thing I wanted to create in my business. And I walked out of there with a really good idea of what my framework looks like. So I feel like I accomplished what my number one goal was. My word of the year was step up. And I'm feeling like step up into my role, step up out of what's easy, step up into something that will provide for my family and make me the feel like I'm making the impact in my clients' businesses far more so. Awesome. I love it. So what are the actual things that you're going to be stepping up into? What are the actual things that I'm going to be stepping up into? That's an interesting question. <laughs> stepping up into my power, I'm going to be stepping, I, I'm really saying that this is what I want to be doing and this is what I do and, and stepping up into this virtual CTO role for sure. Um, so stepping up into having an impact in other people's businesses because I'm helping them create the foundation, the tech foundation that they need in order to accomplish their, their own goals. So when you're stepping into your power, I want you to know what it feels like physically in your body so that you can identify when you're stepping, when you are in your power and when you're not. Mm -hmm. So what's it feel like when you've stepped into your power? What do you feel inside your being? Radiance. Ooh, I like <laughs> that's radiance. an easy one. That's uh-huh. an easy one because I I've felt it. I've felt uh-huh. it before. Describe um, the feeling to me so I could feel it. It starts in in my belly. Like uh-huh. it just starts. It's like it's right there. It's like this, and it grows. And, Where does it grow to? It it well it grows up into my heart. It grows mm-hmm. up into my heart, and then I get it grows into my into my uh, the my fingers and they tingle and I'm just, I'm bursting with excitement and sharing that I, or feeling that I know that I've made, that I'm about to make somebody's life, life easier. I'm about to make their business run smoother. I'm about to help them accomplish something that they couldn't do with a freelancer. What are we going to be celebrating you for at BizChecks 2019? (laughs) we're going to be celebrating that I am speaking about virtual CTO services and about my framework. And I'm not going to have any freelance clients. Yes. It's huge, but it's so interesting because not having freelance clients is going to open me up to those other opportunities. So I think that those are my success metrics. Those are the things that I'm going to be able to do because I've reframed things. Awesome. I love it. Thank you, Jamie, for coming on the She Thinks Big podcast. Thank you, Geraldine. My last guest today is Hunter Clark Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. Her blog and podcast is about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. (laughs) You mean I'm not the only irritable parent? Her forthcoming book is Raising Good Humans. I'll link to it in the show notes. And we're going to have Hunter on a future episode, so she'll let you know when it's set to be released. Let's wrap this up with Hunter Clarkfield. So key takeaways from BizChicks Live. My takeaways are stability and visibility. And those are my, my two words that I definitely like really need to focus on. And yeah, 
Yeah. So I think that's good. I'm like excited about the new LinkedIn video thing. I've just recorded like four little videos that I'm going to be doing on Mindful Mama Mondays on LinkedIn. So oh, nice. I, <laughs> I've already got that that sort of started, then I'll have to get my team all caught up to how to implement this yes. in a logical way yes. and not have me be doing it all. But yeah. And then it was funny because um, my takeaway was, I was, it was like linked with, I just like wrote this down. I was listening to Seth Godin's on um, Tim Ferriss recently. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm not going to be situational about my decision-making. I'm going to be strategic about my decision-making. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to do that. Like, I need to be more mm -hmm. strategic and not situational. Ah. And that was kind of one of my takeaways from BizChick slide that just kind of underscored that too. Yeah, nice. Oh, it's nice when messages kind of double up on each other. I want to know if you're more strategic rather than situational, how's that going to impact your business? I don't know. That's a, that's sort of a visionary kind of question, I guess. I guess what it'll like, what I'm kind of hoping to avoid is like, I tend to be like, I'm situational and I'll be like, oh, this is amazing. And I want to do this right now. And then, and then I just sort of fly by the seat of my pants and I'm like, there I am, you know, and like doing four LinkedIn videos. Yeah. Doing four, and then, you know, and like going to Costa Rica, you know, and I think that's wonderful. I'm thrilled to go back to this amazing place in Costa Rica, but strategically, yeah. Like if I had really sat down and thought about it, I would have realized like, well, you know, actually my ideal client is more like the, her kids are younger than somebody who's going to generally take a week off to go to Costa Rica. So, you know, like kind of s sitting down and asking all the questions, what, what's good about this? What's bad about this? How long will this actually take? That those are the questions I need to ask that I, I, I just tend to be like, this will be awesome. Boom. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> and in truth, it will be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it may not be in best service of your business. Because I, I forget that everything takes time and energy. But on the other hand, you know, it's interesting that like when I am more strategic, I was, and I, I think it was good. Like I was very strategic the last time I launched Mindful Parenting about who the podcast guests were kind of leading up to that and kind of thing. And then I get myself in a state of like, oh, because I planned all this out, it's going to be like I build it up too much in my mind and mm -hmm. it makes it become, it can become like a too big thing. Whereas if I'm just kind of going with what's intuitive at that moment, then it, it's just less, it's just easier. <laughs> you know, I get, I often get the same work done and it's easier. So I don't know. I'm kind of going back and forth here, I think. Well, it sounds like, so it sounds like there's a middle point. Like what's the both yeah. end? Like how can you be strategic and be in the flow? Yeah. That's the million dollar question, Geraldine. <laughs> Where's the million dollar answer, Hunter? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> it's when I get, you know, 20 million people on my mailing list, then there's a million dollar answer. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. And until then. Multiply that by. <laughs> so how about just the answer? What do you need to do to be strategic and in the flow? Wow, this is like, you're like coaching me right now. I love this. Be strategic and in the flow. It's a good question. I need to take some time to think about like before each day and before each week and to think about what are my top priorities now, but also like think about that, take that time to be, get the big picture ahead of each week, ahead of each day, ahead of each month, each quarter, to give myself that time to, to do that, which I am 
but sometimes I could do it a little more. And for me, I know I think best when I'm talking to another person. If I could just have someone ask me those questions, I should, this is great, Geraldine. You're like giving me ideas. I'm going to ask my assistant to like, we'll schedule a meeting and I would say, these are the questions you have to ask me so I can answer them. That would be awesome. But that's the beauty, right? Of being a coach is like, once you know, it's like, you just tell other people what to ask you and then you answer. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So what are we, what are you going to be thinking big about for 2019? Hmm. That is a good question. When we, when we are at this chick's lives and that whole thinking big part, my thinking big thing, I know what it is and it's been the same since last year, but it's not going to be for 2019 because Mm -hmm. 2019 is about launching my book, raising good humans and uh, kind of think, thinking bigger about visibility. Mm -hmm. The big dream is about creating a mindful parenting course, teacher training. So people will be teaching it in their localities in person all around the country, all around the world. That's the big vision. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. We're doing a full episode interview with you. Yes. I love that. (laughs) You're like, women think big. Look, I love that big vision. It pulled you right in, Geraldine. Yes. Yes. I love that vision. Yes, yes, yes. Like, how, I mean, really what happens for me is like, how can I get behind that? I love that. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. what we need in the world, right? Like that is at the crux of so many things. Yes. Right? Yes. Like that is, I don't even know what the word is, but like that's like consensus consciousness shift, right? At a global scale. Yeah. Bring yeah. it I on. Mean, that's what I think. Because really like, because what's true and apparent in the micro level is true and apparent in the macro level, right? So like when in our families, we're mostly pretty like top down authoritarian, Mm -hmm. using a Mm -hmm. lot of power Mm -hmm. and not really making sure everybody's needs are met necessarily. And that's the same at the country level, right? (laughs) Same damn thing at the country level. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And at the global level, right? Like, you know, like a fight for power all around the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And how can we oppress people so that we can maintain power? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's change that, right? <laughs> Shall we? Yeah. Yep. You're singing in my heart. Yeah. It's ready. It's here. It's the future that's ready to emerge. Yes, I think so. It's on the side of, of the future. We're kind of in a battle right now, I think, between the, the old and the new. And, we, you know, the people in the new kind of thought, oh, it's all just been going fine. And then we realized, oh, the old's got to, they're fighting hard to hold on to the old. <laughs> the new's got to be a little more visible. <laughs> yeah. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the She Thinks Big podcast. Geraldine, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for doing this work to showcase people who are, have big ideas and big thoughts and big vision. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you, Hunter. And thanks to all of my guests, Nikki Rausch, Amanda Berlin, Jamie Lieberman, Betsy Wallingfurler, Deb Gonzalez, and Jamie Slutsky for coming on the show today and talking about what you took home from BizChicks Live and what it's going to mean for your business in 2019. If you want to know more about this fabulous conference for women entrepreneurs, go to bizchicks.com forward slash live and it's chicks with an X. Ladies, what were your takeaways from this episode? I'd love to hear from you. So as always, share in the She Thinks Big Facebook group or shoot me a note. I'm at Geraldine at shethinksbigpodcast.com. 
If you want to find out more about the She Thinks Big podcast or hear previous episodes, head on over to my website, shethinksbigpodcast.com. And of course, I want to know what you're thinking big about. I hope you'll share in the She Thinks Big Facebook group. I love hearing from listeners because here in my studio, all I hear is crickets and my meowing cats. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please do leave me a raving five-star review. You can write to me at Geraldine at SheThinksBigPodcast.com. And if you want to send a tweet, I'm at Geraldine Carter. You've been listening to She Thinks Big. See you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.